Hi, Anya. Hi, Tansy. How are you? I'm really good. Yeah, I'm really well at the moment. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Um, things are good. And um, I'm really enjoying the green leaves behind you. <laughs> it's always it's the same scenario, you know, the same layout we get to see, but then each time sort of the lighting is different. The leaves are a bit different. So I, I'm enjoying that. They may turn brown soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I love, like I'm surrounded by green actually, like in front of me are lots of windows and to the sides. So I've got a surround of green, which I love. Yeah. It helps to connect me. Yeah, actually I do too, but somehow I'm facing this way. Mm. Maybe because I want to see the trees when we're yeah. talking. <laughs> so today we are, we decided to go um, really around the theme of what we're all embracing or experiencing at the moment in terms of the kind of meta economic story, which is a bit of like an economic crisis. Um, and in terms of Bitcoin and crypto, where we've ha we have these crashes Right. So they happen in cycles. We have these big downtrends, like moving into a bear market. Um, and so what we wanted to do was we really wanted to speak to this period of dissent uh, and sort of financial fluctuation and crises and difficulty and just come to it and, and say, like, how can we how can we navigate those periods of dissent? Um, so I think we wrote down sort of how to stay calm in a crash um, or financial crisis. So it's really sort of, uh, yeah, playing with that theme, how to stay calm. Yeah, I mean, what immediately comes to mind when you say that is, and I think this is one of the key parts of investing in crypto or investing is, starting with the money that you're willing to lose so that you don't lose because that's i think more than the, the panic and fear comes in stronger when you've um put in money into a market that does then go down and you've lost potentially money that you need for your house or your car or your food or you know um, so I think that's one of the big parts of getting, especially when you start getting in, you know, you can start out with any amount, it can be very small, but it's the amount that you're, you're willing to lose in case, you know, and it's not forever, but it's a loss or a decrease in that, that little bucket of savings um, during a bear market. That's such an important place to start. And I'm so glad you spoke to it. It's really, yeah, our exposure to risk and whatever space you're putting your money into, there is always risk. So you've got to, um, you've got to know what is a comfortable risk for you. And that might be really small or it might be bigger, but whatever you invest in any market, always make sure that you can afford to lose it. I mean, absolutely amazing point. Yeah. Mm. and we can sort of it's you know we'll sort of talk out why you know if if you haven't got no matter how much money you lose it's always a difficulty it's always like going to be 
part but if it's not really affecting um, the normal functioning of your life it's not all of your savings it's not going to prevent you from say buying that house or doing those repairs then it's money mm. that you know ultimately you didn't want to lose but you could afford to um, but when you put you know when you're risking money that you really needed that's when it becomes emotionally challenging because you it, it gets to that place of safety you know where actually you feel unsafe and that's when you start to have deep emotional um, responses it can bring up a lot of um, old uh, challenging patterning it can really uh, bring up trauma because we are accessing that place of lack of safety so whatever money you invest in any place it cannot it sh you know never let it be an amount that would affect your ability to feel safe um, in your life if you lost it yeah it's funny that you bring up the house you know the, the house money because I mean I got into crypto uh in end of 2019 I started and I was thinking um I had recently bought um a house and I needed to fix the stairs the stair the back stairways which is a bunch of wood lots of wood and it's it's an expensive adventure <laughs> <laughs> to, to redo your back stairs especially if you have two floors and so I thought oh well I could put some money into you know something I'm willing to invest to try to get more money but it's not going to you know I can have those stairs still stand as they are for years to come it's just it was like this upgrade and so I put in the money to try to get more and then of course I did get more money because the market did go up but then and this will be another video I didn't take out my gains and so now in the bear market you know that those gains that I could use for fixing the stairs are now now not available they will be um, but again the stairs I knew the stairs wouldn't it wasn't like this essential thing that I needed to have money for um, so I just wanted to offer an example of kind of a potential way of looking at uh, investing your money, but making sure it's not like essential, you yeah. know, because I still have money for the things like if something goes wrong with the house, mm -hmm. um, I have that accessible. So, yeah. And I wanted to speak to that where you were saying that it could, you know, it could rise again. And that's the thing with um, investments as well, certain investments, it's um, ideally you want to be choosing ones that you know will rise again. And so because you have these cycles where prices sort of rise and fall and rise and fall in a healthy market um, when they're not fully propped up. <laughs> but um, so what you want to remember as well is that most of the time you won't be losing that money. The money will essentially, if we're thinking about it in fiat terms, it's like, especially when we're thinking Bitcoin to fiat, it's losing its fiat value. But the amount of Bitcoin you have, the amount of Satoshis you have doesn't change. You have the same amount of Satoshis, whether it's high, highly valued in fiat in dollar terms, or if it's low valued in dollar terms, it's the same amount of Bitcoin. So it, you know, it's just the, it's the value of it that is shifting but you actually haven't lost anything in the bear market unless you sell. And then you're obviously, you know, if you bought um, 
you put $20,000 in to buy Bitcoin and then it drops to 10,000. So you only have $10,000 worth of Bitcoin and you sell it. Well, you have lost 10,000. But if you hold that 10,000 and then wait for the rise, you know, you won't have ever lost money. It just, you have to kind of extend your time plan. It's like you have to wait longer. You just need to have a longer time horizon, essentially, uh, whenever you're investing anything, which is why it could get lost. You could lose it if you sold it or if the, you know, the asset that you have goes to nothing. But it could also just be that you have to not sell it for a long time. So that's why you need to have that ability to kind of just leave it and pull back and just let it be for a while. It's also, you know, things get really slow. They're not as exciting. There's not, you know, I mean, right now, Bitcoin is just going sideways. And so there's a lot of downtime, you know, and it's such then because of that, a good time to learn, to learn, to really dive deep into, into whatever you think is important. I mean, for me, I really want to dive deeper into sort of the theory behind Bitcoin, especially and the blockchain and the concept and the white paper, you know, so there's just so much time now to learn. And you, you see that also sort of across the crypto world, you know, everybody's now working on building and learning and having discussions because when the bull market comes, then it's just like, what? everybody's, you know, getting crazy and excited and uh, all kinds of new, you know, so it's, I was just thinking about the news. I mean, there's so much news coming out, you know, too. Um, so it's really great. Like Twitter is such a good spot, you know, when you find the right people to follow where you can learn so much, they'll send you to YouTubes, they'll send you to um, articles to learn about Bitcoin. And there's a lot of, and there's so much uh, development. So you can really see that even though we're in a bear market in crypto, I mean, there is so much going on underneath building crypto and getting it ready for the larger world to adopt, which is quite a bit of development that's needed for that. And so it's just the perfect time to learn, kind of like fall, like I'm just looking outside and I see, you know, it's autumn here and as it is by you too, <laughs> but our leaves are all yellow already and it's just Autumn has always been my favorite time of year because it's a time where you just feel, at least in the Northern hemisphere, that's, you know, has seasonal change. Um, I find it to be a really wonderful time to pause and reflect and process and learn. And so it's sort of interesting. I find that crypto is sort of, well, we've been in a bear market for a while now, but yeah, I mean, it's so important. Like with any descent, you know, we live in cycles of day and night, of life mm. and death, of uh, darkness and light, of deep and up. You know, it's like we live in these cycles of descent and rising. And the the markets are the same. You know, they have these waves, this descent and then this lift. And that descent is like is going down it is going down into yourself into the sort of darkness into hibernation into a sense of kind of bringing it in and using that space as the seed you know as like like that seed under the earth it's like that growing space so that you can rise with that rising tide um or like the rising year and so 
that's such a beautiful example. Like we are in fall at the moment, we are in autumn. Um, but no matter where you have that kind of financial crisis or whenever you have that descent, it kind of can be like, it's it's like the crypto or uh, stock market fall. Like we call it the fall. Um, and like descending into that winter space and you know what can happen in that percolation of like the darkness you know what can happen in the uh in that time where you're not kind of out there and the sort of you know when we think about the summer we think about being really busy and bustling and and exposing whereas like in that depth we can really explore the heart of things and really get everything together so that when spring comes we can rise up with the, with that seasonal change and it's the same, obviously, with the cycles of the market, we can rise up with that market. Yeah. And like you said, when you have a bull market, it's so intense, like there's so much uh, kind of excitement and lift and everyone is talking about all of these different projects and all of the things yeah. that are happening and you kind of feel like you're missing things. It's just, it's it's a full rising, rising into a sort of <laughs> summer state. And it's not a great time to learn because you always feel like maybe you've got in at the wrong time or you know you, you don't have time to learn because you're supposed to be focusing on what's going on in the market and so like you said the absolute perfect time to learn is in a bear market and it is it's kind of quiet it's still it's calm you can take your time and like you were saying it's really there are so many informative places to develop your understanding of crypto but also obviously we do uh we teach a course and it's you know the fundamentals the foundation of everything that you kind of need to learn as you move into the space the safety the security the uh you know all of the essentials of how to buy but also how to stay calm so that and how to nourish uh you know your emotions like how to nourish that like all the elements of yourself um so that when it's rising when you're kind of being swept up you're able to one have a really good understanding of what's going on two you're able to help calm those emotions or to help move through them or understand them and you're able to make kind of good decisions uh and then you can add to that sort of foundation you can add all of the information from different youtube different podcasts different videos there's so many good things out there but when you're trying to learn the fundamentals through all this like bitty information it's actually really difficult so uh not to fully publicize the course but we do offer this very good foundation and if there's ever a time to learn it's like a bear market is a brilliant time so yeah yeah <laughs> I totally agree <laughs> yeah and I I like that um you mentioned the emotions and navigating those emotions because they're going to show up. I mean, that's who we are. We're emotional beings. You know, it's such an important part of the evolutionary process of animals is these emotions and the fear um, and the elation, you know, and how, you know, it's a complicated process, but it's, you know, I hear a lot in, um, in investing whether it's crypto or the general stock market, um, about not listening to those emotions, suppress those emotions, or don't be in those emotions. Like it's a bad thing. And I understand the concept, the idea that they're trying to articulate about, 
you know, if, if you're so afraid that you suddenly sell all your Bitcoin, that's not the best strategy. But I think we have to embrace, like you said, we have to embrace those emotions because they are of us and they say so much. They let us know important things. It's just then how do you navigate it in a space that's not necessarily the space we evolved in, you know, out in the wild. Um, sort of the investment space is a very different kind of space where you do have to set things in place to navigate those emotions that come and figure it out what is you know what what are my next steps or should I not take any steps um, and that's sort of where that intellect part is very helpful but you don't want to separate the two I mean these are the, this is what we're so learning in the last I don't know more and more people are learning this that you can't don't squash your emotions they say so much and it's so unhealthy to do that it's just a matter of really like diving into them what are they saying and then also integrating your intellectual component and okay so if i am really fearful about bitcoin crashing what what is my strategy what do i really believe in and and, and set that in place so that when those emotions come up and you listen to them you can go and look at your strategy and say, okay, when I'm afraid, I should really be thinking about this to help me navigate that. Um, and I don't know, I've just really felt that lately a lot, how important it is to bring the two together, you know, and the body too, because this is all a body thing too. These emotions express themselves in these tangible feelings, you know, sweat and shaking or you know all kinds of you know it's all integrated so we need to i think also integrate in the um investment world what what do you think <laughs> yeah yeah i really agree um and on so many levels because when the price goes low we can often feel low when the price goes high we can often feel high like we can be really affected yeah. by the price of things of the value of things particularly we associate we we put so much of ourselves into money and into value which is another piece that is really important to look at in oneself is like how can you how can you separate yourself from that monetary value that your value in who you are is in no way connected to your tangible economic value right so if the price is going up and you're making it that's that should be no indication on your right value and if it's going down that should be no indication on your value but the thing is we tend to we are so kind of consumed with this money story that when whatever the money is doing we are kind of we're fed into that our emotions are fed into it our sense of power or disempowerment is like directly affected by the value of our money and so part of it is just sometimes it's just taking this bird's eye view is just like drawing ourselves back and away from from our money and realizing that it is not us that we are incredibly valuable just as we are no matter what that money energy is doing it is not us so that's one piece which is really important um but like what you were saying is that when we are in a state of you know calm and reflection we can create really good strategies so you say okay i'm going to buy a little bit of bitcoin at this price and buy a little bit more at a lower price and you know if it goes like super low i won't sell and i obviously want to wait for it to go super high and i'll just either keep keeping it i'll keep hodling it 
uh, or I will skim, I'll, I'll sell some and make some profit or I'll sell the whole lot and make a lot more profit. So you have this sort of strategy that you can create. But I've seen it with students where you say to them, okay, if you're buying now and it drops by half, how are you going to feel? Like, are you going to be okay with that? Are you confident that you want to put this much in at this price? Um, not being a financial advisor, just like questioning their own decisions. Yeah. And they say, yeah, no, I won't mind at all if it goes half, like goes down by half or goes down by 80% or 90%, I'll still be fine. And then when it happens, they freak out and you can see like, it's this amazing kind of emotional roller coaster where they start to, when because when you were living it, it's a totally different experience from when you're observing it from an unemotional place. When you're just watching, you're like, yes, intellectually, I'll be fine and I know exactly what to do. When you are living it, you are, you know, you do have that emotional response. And so having a strategy that you stick to is really helpful. It's like your kind of Bible. It reminds you when you feel shaken is to just stay steady and say, no, this was a plan. Like I, I knew that, that I would hold it if it went this low. Um, and I would sell it if it went this high as well, which is also important is when it's going up is to make sure you're executing what you decided to do when you were in that a more objective state of mind and so I would say it's important to kind of withdraw like when you're creating a strategy is to withdraw from your emotions in a way is just to look at everything in a really clean way but when you're in the emotions using that as a bible but not like you said not neglecting those emotions so knowing techniques to bring calm to bring safety and that is can be from like disconnecting from your connection to that value and the other is to understand what you're experiencing like going into that emotion so you're really witnessing it. it's like what do I really feel and very likely underneath it will be either fear or greed which are your emotions come from that you're like I'm so excited I'm so excited I feel so excited that I know I should buy but if you went into that excitement what is underneath? And most often it will be this like greed. It's like, it's going to go higher. It's going to go higher. I need to buy in now. And so you need to really watch that to see like, because you want to buy into fear and you want to sell when people are feeling greedy. So there's this, so when you're feeling greed underneath, it's like, is this a good time to buy or should I be waiting? Um, so it's really important to be in conversation with your own emotions to see how you're responding to the market so that you can also come back into control and to know how to also turn away and be like that market is not in my home in my space like I have to also create techniques to separate myself from what is going on out there um, and that's like through zooming out, through calming practices of meditation, but mostly it's just separating yourself from that monetary value. It is not you. And the mm. more that you give it that power over you, that it defines your happiness and it defines your anger and it defines your grief, you have given your power over to something else. So you are no longer in control. And that's part of something that is really important to, to look at. I love that. I love that um, thinking about it as the disconnection should be between your what you val how you value yourself, and it shouldn't be this external thing like the the money. It's it's yeah, 
I mean, I think that's, that's where that separation needs to be, you know, where I'm like struggling with, well, I don't want to like separate from my emotions. <laughs> I mean, and I think part of it is like, I mean, I also got into crypto because it, it felt good, whatever emotion that was, or was it a gut feeling? I mean, I just had that sense. This is a good place. This place excites me. It makes me happy. I see potentiality for my future. I see the people that are in the space that are also happy and excited. So there's all these beautiful emotions within the crypto space, you know, so you don't want to block those out. It's great to feel happy and excited, you know, and, um, and, and also you made me think about, um, your explanation just now about how actually being in crypto, especially crypto, because it does go up and down so often. What a great space to learn about. You're kind of pushed into learning about yourself and what it is you really value and how to value yourself and how to navigate that space about pulling, you know, looking from above, pulling away you know, and being sort of in this calm state and watching and navigating. And I think actually it's great therapy to be in crypto because it really forces you to navigate that kind of, that self. So I recommend it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally, yeah, couldn't agree more. And I think that's what I really hope for with the program as well. And like what we, what we, give because we really focus on that piece of value on that value of oneself but it's really it that that's the sort of embracing and a nourishing because it's also like where are your fears around money and like how to like disconnect from the money and yourself you know knowing that you hold value in yourself but it's actually like we're holding that and embracing that but it is like there is something about bitcoin <laughs> that it breaks open that breaks you open. And when you, when you, like that's the sovereignty piece. It's not just about owning the property of Bitcoin. It's like you step into your, the fullness of your power in all ways, because when you take your power back from uh, like financial institutions, when you take power back over the money, there is something that fundamentally shifts within you that makes you realize that you can take back power from everything and actually those things don't have to hold, hold power over you anymore. And it's like this kind of, this rippling, which make, which suddenly you just, you step into a completely different way of being. And Bitcoin is like therapy. And it is one of the most extraordinary things to learn in terms of like becoming self-empowered. And it, I think that's why I always say it literally changes your life. Like learning about Bitcoin, um, particularly like an organized, like, focused way around that point it will change your life you will not be the same person that you were going into the space as you were like once you're in and you're understanding your whole relationship to money value um centralization even like other people mm -hmm. like everything changes everything changes and it's like I think I I don't know how much was really understood, you know, in terms of when Bitcoin was released, like it was released as this global currency, a global decentralized currency, but did they know how impacting that would be on a human psyche? 
because mm. it really does you know I don't know if it was a deliberate or whether it's just like it's just the product of that of an under of that understanding and it's the most extraordinary thing and I think that's why you know we show up every day to work with Bitcoin to um, to teach it to guide people into this place of self-value to um, you know to work with those elements because it's so important and it's so empowering and it's the work I did before was and the work I still do in you know in my other part of my life is as an empowerment counselor and for me people say well crypto and counseling like how do they go together and it's like they absolutely go together um, and it's so extraordinary because money is one of the most yeah it's one of the most kind of connective pieces in our life it's it sort of it's it's the heart often for most people's like sense of safety and sense of value so when you can separate that it's just so empowering and it's interesting because i we got to know each other through the counseling part and then we both dove in together even deeper into the crypto bitcoin part um and it, it, it is, it is this magical thing that just gives you so much empowerment. And like you said, it sort of it pushes you to reflect, re-reflect on your surroundings. And, you know, in terms of power and government and finance and, and fiat, and it's, and it just sort of leads you. It's not like, you know, and that's again, like sort of, I don't know if that's the emotional aspect, but it just kind of takes you along on this ride. You're not intellectually thinking, oh, I'm going to think now more about politics and I'm going to think more about governance and fiat. You don't think that. It just sort of got you just guided into that space and just re-understanding, resetting yourself and what how you navigate the world. So it's like, ooh, I get tingles. <laughs> I do too. And it opens so many possibilities up. Like I never thought I would be that interested in learning about, you know, really hardcore economics. And I'm loving it because yes. it's like associated to Bitcoin. Like I just love it. And it's, you become like this sponge for all of these things you never knew you wanted to learn. And suddenly you want to learn it and you feel so excited and it empowers you even more learning about it. Um. Yeah. And I think I wanted to bring it back as well to what you said earlier mm. about the community and our connection to one another. You were saying how, um, I don't think you were saying about particularly like Twitter or YouTube, but you were just saying about like coming together, that we're in this sort of this, this thing together. Um, and I think that's something to be really aware of is that a way that, um, you know, power structures try to isolate and try to create fear is is through like isolation or is through feeling that you are alone um, with that or um, you know you don't have anyone else that you know you are you know you're the one who's losing money and you're the one who's made a mistake and you're the one who has failed and there's no hope for you you know it's like this like you kind of descend into this this pit of self kind of despair when actually we are all in this together. There are so many, you know, whatever financial system you're looking at, if you're looking at Bitcoin, crypto, our economies, we're all in it. We're all experiencing it the same. Like whoever's in that, they're experiencing it. And the more that you can connect and communicate and be with in like the presence of others who are going through what you're going through, you help to, to 
to it's not just lifting each other up but it's it's seeing um that you are not alone because loneliness really can lead to that insecurity and that deepening of fear and the spiraling so it's so important when you are going through any financial crisis is to look up and find community bring people in rather than pushing them away it's really powerful and i think that's why you were saying you were saying it around the excitement of also being in in bitcoin and in crypto in this community it's true everyone is like we were saying like people are building projects right now in this bear market people are still like tuning in saying how excited they are loads is going on like we're all in this together we are all watching the same bear market but you know that we're all experiencing the same thing and the power that you see in other people kind of putting that aside being like I'm not connected to the value it doesn't matter to me what price bitcoin is and I'm just going to keep creating and doing what I need to do like that is so inspiring and then it inspires you and you inspire someone else and suddenly we're all inspired together no matter what the value is and so it's there's a lifting there is a real lifting in community and I think that's the key with decentralization and I think it's the key with bitcoin because it's a global decentralized currency it only works when we are all in it together there is no centralized authority. We all are part of making the system work. And so it's almost like everyone is kind of reaching out and like helping each other up. And that's, there's so much, there's so much beauty in that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you see it, like you said, especially in Bitcoin, because it is decentralized. I mean, it is, Bitcoin is, I'm falling more and more in love with Bitcoin specifically as I learn more. Um, and then as I learn more, and I become more in love or infatuated with it, then I I go, I learn even more. And it's just sort of this, it's this beautiful new relationship I have is with uh with Bitcoin and with you. <laughs> <laughs> and our beautiful crypto community, like our yeah. own little crypto ethic community is so beautiful and so enriching. Um, and so anyone watching this who wants to be part of a community, then do reach out to join. Um, we would love to have you join. Um, but it is, it's uh, it's so beautiful, the souls that you meet and are warmed by. And that love, like it's a genuine love. I'm exactly the same. I feel yeah. there's always things to grow in this space. and There's always things to learn. And it's just this loving, healing, beautiful relationship. No matter, like the price it's really extraordinary, but like, I really don't, I'm not connected to the price. And I think for me, Bitcoin, I'm always going to hodl it. Like I always want to hold it. So if it goes low or it goes high, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. So I don't have a relationship to that value, to that price piece. Um, I have some money that, you know, I probably really will take a bit of profit from when it goes up, but like, there really isn't, there's so much more to Bitcoin. Like that price piece, it's just in fiat value. And so that like the, if you're worrying about the price, you're still worrying about fiat, right? You're still worrying about our traditional sense of value in that way. And um, it's nice to just not have to, not have to worry and just to be so enamored by Bitcoin beyond the value. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Because it, it's, yeah, it's sort of a new way of life, new way of doing it and understanding it. And how can you not fall in love with that? <laughs> Perfect. Oh, all right, my lovely. 
Well, um, oh, if anybody is watching and they're enjoying these um, these conversations, uh, firstly, if you want to learn, which we highly recommend. Now's the time. It's absolutely the time. If you join our program, then we help to guide you through all of this material so that you can really move into, into the space with confidence and clarity and like that foundation with which to kind of everything else can build upon uh, and yeah it's the perfect time to learn so definitely go to the cryptoethic.com and go to program to um, apply if you want to join the program uh, and if you enjoy just watching these youtube videos then please do like and subscribe bell button all <laughs> <laughs> hit that bell button and then click all <laughs> And what that does is it gives you the notifications for all our new um, videos. So every time we um, upload a video, you can get alerted to it. And it's really good for our algorithm, I hear, for YouTube algorithm, so that we get up, so more people can find us and join our uh, conversations, our community. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we are putting these videos out at the moment every Sunday, every week. So um, you can always come to YouTube as well to, to see every Sunday what the new release is. Um, but yeah, we would be so appreciative if you liked and shared the videos so that we can reach more people because we do do this for free. We're just having these conversations to share our love and to hopefully inspire others and to um, yeah help to be joyful faces in the space. <laughs> Add to uh, the joyful faces. So yeah. Um, yeah thank you for this conversation Anya it was so gorgeous oh thank you Tansy this was great I love our our little chats fireside chats <laughs> <laughs> me too so I'll see you next time then all right my lovely bye ciao